welcome to day two without young Noodleberg. Uh, welcome to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. If this is your first time here, this is where we gather every morning sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, people in all walks of life come here to light their ass on fire before they go out to, uh, to do their thing. It's been a pleasure doing these, uh, these shows and you know, delivering the value that we deliver. This week, super special, we have uh, friends of Noodleberg, if you will. Um, and uh, today, I'm just super blessed to bring um, a young lady that is clearly my, one of my best friends. Um, she's an icon in the business community here. So we're going to have some fun with her. Before we do that, good morning, good morning, Andrea, Joseph, Lindsay. Um, you see that our trade dress is Pink Pumpkins. We are supporting City Furniture, the incoming uh, chairman for, or whatever title, for uh, the uh, board at JA. Um, he does so much philanthropically, but this month it's all about raising money uh, to beat this big C word. And the lady who's coming on today is going to talk about C words like you wouldn't believe. Um, but we did it. We did great yesterday. Thank you, Otto. Um, when you see that little uh, QR code on the side, all you got to do is scan your phone over it and make a donation. Does not matter the size. Some people came in yesterday swinging a big bat, but it doesn't matter. You know, every little bit counts to our goal uh, for our daily huddle team. So, uh, and then maybe we get the opportunity to do something fun at the end when we reach our goal. Um, having said that, I do miss my son. But uh, Andy Hill, congratulations on getting married yesterday. Boom, look at that. <laughs> they are in Poisitano. Um, proud of my boy. Uh, proud of Andy. Just an amazing, amazing uh, time that they're having over there. Look at how beautiful it is. Uh, when they sent me the pictures, I sent back and said, you know, wow, man, you guys look amazing. And they came back and said, it's hard to look bad in that backdrop. So uh, some really, really cool stuff. If you did not notice, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp took a shit yesterday. <laughs> and some people just went off the deep end. Shay, talk about it. Well, supposedly, you know, they get the conspiracy with the, the lady dropping the dropping the hammer on Sunday, 60 minutes. The timing and, is uh, unbelievable. So the timing was uh, kind of peculiar, but uh, yeah, so and and turns out because of that. Uh, six eight hour delay, Mr. Mr. Facebook himself, Zuckerberg, lost six billion dollars. Billion dollars with a B. So, uh, you know, if you're waking up this morning feeling a little light in the pockets, imagine how he feels, you know. So, uh, Christian wasn't down long enough. <laughs> it's uh, it's so funny because for those of us who are committed to LinkedIn and StreamYard, we were full. Full speed ahead, no hiccup, no nothing, business as usual. I do feel bad for the people who conduct business through uh, Facebook because there is a lot of business that is transacted that went down for six hours. But you couldn't run, you couldn't run ads. You couldn't, you know, WhatsApp people that needed to text globally or internationally. You couldn't do that. So crazy, crazy. Shay, thank you for riding co-pilot with me. Let's play some wake up music and bring on this lovely lady that's waiting in the back. Wake up, everybody! Get up, get up, get up, get up! Wake up, come on, come on! Wake up, everybody! Teach a new way, 
so excited to bring on the one and only Lori Salarillo. Well, thank goodness there's only one. Good morning, good, <laughs> good morning, morning, good morning. Um, before we get rocking here, I just want to give people some backdrop who may not know the story, but it's worth sharing. It's a one minute thing. And then I know we have an unbelievable topic today. But years and years ago, um, on the ball, had an opportunity to do something with a charity. I thought it would be good to meet their CEO. We played around getting a time and we went for breakfast. And I thought I was just doing like the right thing. And that what was supposed to be a very quick breakfast turned out to be an entire morning. I blew off my almost my whole day and said to her, and she said it to me, something special happened here today. And uh, here we are many, many, many years later and lots of- Yes, we lost all control of calendars. <laughs> it was so uh, unbelievable. I felt like I met my soulmate, my sister. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, morning boss, Casey, you got it right. So, uh, Lori, you know what the huddle is. You're a fan. What are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, I thought since we don't often have a woman on the other side of the screen with you, that we should kind of maybe explore a little bit of the differences, especially since you talk about sales so much. Um, and I was really playing around with, you know, how are we different than you all, right? How do men sell? How do we communicate versus how women do? And and of course, a lot of it is generalizations, but I think there's some fun in this. And I, I also think there's a lot of C words, just saying C words. <laughs> no, not that word. Not no, that not that word. one. Um, speaking, uh, um, we have Kathleen Cannon in the house, man. All the lady power. Um, Andrea's here. Lindsay, great. So we have a little video that sort of will tee up this conversation. Then I hope it's very interactive. Shay, show me how men sell. So I know that's really simplistic, but that's how I noticed that men sell, right? They are just like, I've got this thing. That person wants to buy the thing. Do you want to buy the thing? Yes, I want to buy the thing. Here's the money for the thing. Thank you. Go away. That's how it works, right? How do women sell? <laughs> I don't know if my thing is good enough. <laughs> I'm not sure it's the right thing. <laughs> I think I need to do some work on the colour to get the exact right colour for it. <laughs> I think I need to go away, work really hard, lose 10 kilograms, <laughs> then I'll sell the thing. Then I'll be okay selling the thing, yeah? I don't know if I feel okay making money for something that's so fun to make. That kind of like, a, maybe I should give it away for free to people who really, really need it, because that's fair, right? And then you find an audience for it and you're like, do you want to buy my thing? <laughs> It's so good. It's so fantastic. I love that video. So here's a stat to kick us off, and I got loads back up. Um, although women currently make up just over half of the U.S. workforce, they typically hold fewer than one-third of the B2B sales positions. This is unfortunate because evidence shows women outperform men in B2B sales. What? <laughs> so give it to Ladies. me, baby. <laughs> We're killing it. We're Battle killing of the sexes. Let's go. <laughs> but I want to talk about that video for a second because when I saw that video the first time, 
the word that came to my mind was confidence, right? Men approach things with a confidence. There's no question that you want their product and that you're going to buy their product. We, and, and it's not just in selling, but I think that sometimes we tend, we, we need, we feel like we need to justify, right? Why you should buy it from, from me, especially, or why did I react to that employee that way? Right. You and I talk about all kinds of different things in coaching, right? I, sometimes I think as confident as we might be, we still feel that we need to justify our actions, right. And our, and our words make sense. I think it, I think it does. I mean, I was part of an early revolution when I was still in the phone business and I hired a few women. We were dominantly men. The culture was men. The sales meetings were like a locker room. It, it was incredibly distasteful, if you will. You know, then all of a sudden women started showing up and it was like, can't really say that anymore. But they went out and in my mind, what I saw was they had better empathy than men. Men were all about themselves. Women were all about the client, which is basically all that sales should be. Kim Kalp is in the house. I tell all my women to just muster up the confidence of a mediocre dude. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I think this is, you know, and I think, you know, COVID proved something here that, you know, especially women who were in business and in sales, they got the short end of the stick because all of a sudden it was like, here, you got to take care of your kids too. There's no more school. You can't take, you know, and so no frown, boom, you know, just cr crazy. So I know that there are different skill sets that, br that women bring to the table. We talked about this last week and people, you know, shouted out as a parent, I've learned things that have made me a better salesperson, you know? So, you know, um, but, but I am one of those skill sets, I think, is if you do the research and, you know, you and I both were doing some research for this. There's one one thing in particular that I've noticed, and that is men tend to be more single uh, task focused, hmm. whereas women tend to focus on 100 things at one time. Now, that doesn't mean one way is right and one way is wrong, right? Because too many tasks on the table can cannot be effective either. But I think because we have the kids, we have the house, we have the job, we've learned that we need to right, focus on several things at one time. And I think during COVID that that was an advantage for women, right? Um, I think so. You know, I'm going to throw you know, a Hail Mary into this little, you know, pot. Um, start some trouble? Yeah, well, if it's battle of the sexes, I mean, if I'm going to buy something from somebody who I know I need to spend time with, and it could be some hairy dude, or it could be some really not attractive woman, sorry. <laughs> you know, the skills. You know, and I, I think that is a part of it that... In sales, it's how you show up and guys that don't polish their shoes and don't, you know, take care of their nails and hair and they get hair growing out of all, you know, those ungroomed people versus a very well-groomed woman, she's going to win. Now, maybe that's not sexist. Maybe it's just a well-groomed man and a well-groomed woman. But I think, 
And it's interesting because here, here's some stats also. A 2019 study uh, by Exactly reported 86% of women achieved their quota while only 78% of men achieved their quota. And they've identified, they did an assessment, they used a framework that they developed that it identifies seven capabilities that differentiate high-performing salespeople from average. And women scored way high in all of these. Here are the seven. Analyzing, connecting, collaborating, big time. Shaping solutions, influencing, driving, improving. And if you think about the description of the woman of the house, that's what she does every day. And to your point about that women are closing, right, more deals. I think part of that, at least for me, I cannot speak for every woman out there, but for me, part of it is that desire and that that goal of wanting to prove, because for so long, we didn't even have the opportunity. Correct. But so much of that is about proving that I can be as good as a man, if not better, right? So for us, we start from a place of having to prove that we are good right? That we are great. Whereas men come at it like we are getting great because for years, that's all there was were the men, right? So I think where we're coming at it, we have that, that desire, that, that drive to want. And, you know, we talked about drive and one of those seven things, we have that drive to want to prove to everyone that we can be as good, if not better. I think one of the things you need to be careful about with all of this stuff and all of these studies is that it is really individual and you you can make a generalization if you want, but there are high performing women, right? And there are low performing women. There are high performing men and low performing men. You know, I think what Nick Saban says is high performing people don't like mediocre performing people and vice versa. So the challenge for women was that it was a good old boys club. You know, this is us. And, you know, for years, it was totally appropriate for me closing a big deal. First thing someone said, let's go to a adult place, you know, let's drink. And I mean, that's highly inappropriate. Certainly in today standards, standards, it doesn't fly, but that was the culture that women had to break into. You know, where it was like, what? You know, it was literally um, the, you know, when you watch the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, my company was really like that. We were growing leaps and bounds, unbelievable growth. Every month we had a sales meeting that was more debauchery than the month before. For a woman to be part of that was really hard because it just went against the grain. So, um, well, and I I think, you know, I think there's other things too. I mean, listen, as much as I think we have, absolutely move the needle, right? Um, And the way that we think and change. I I also believe that we need to be careful about, uh, let's talk about the another C, which I don't think was on that list, but that's communication. Yeah, man. Right? You can say something in a really firm, aggressive, obnoxious way. Right. And if you say you're a bitch. But if I say that, (laughs) I'm a bitch, right? So, or I'm aggressive. Okay, so so everything that comes out of our mouth, right, we need to think about how it's going to come up. Is it going to sound too aggressive? Because then guess what? It's going to it's not going to be received the same way than if we 
pose it. And you and I talk about this all the time and we role play and we do all those things. So finding that balance between being firm and assertive, right? And also, and not being aggressive, finding that balance, I, I, I think is the hardest part. Same thing with body language. So I, I don't think the audience knows and I think it's an appropriate time to sort of bring up. Uh, Lori is writing a book. Um, she had a phenomenal idea. I'm an idea guy. When I heard it, feet were riveted to the floor and I go, I see you on Oprah one day. So do me a favor, please share, because the book is in progress now. We are, are process, processing all the information, but can you share the title? And, um, and then let's talk about um, all of the things in that, you know, below that title, and then we'll go to motivational music. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to share my story of going from kind of beaten down on the ground and whatever how that happens, however, you, you know, something like that happens to you, you got to figure out how to get back up, right? And it's easy to fall into the victim martyr uh, syndrome, but how do you pick yourself back up? And so I wanted to share that with other people because I've always loved um, helping people to, to grow and be the best they can. And so the name of the book is The C Word, No, Not That One. Um, and there's a reason for that title. Um, and so, you know, when, when you've been called one C word, uh, the one, that one, right. And now it talks about how to use some of the C words. Uh, and I had so many, I had to pick which 10 will be in the book. Um, and so using some C words to, to get to right where you want to be, to be the best um, to be the best person that you can possibly be. Uh, um, and so that's really what it's about. It's about helping people to be the best that they can. And the message really is we are, none of us are perfect and we are, we continue to be a work in progress and, and that's okay. Right. Um, and so when I looked at that seven list of capabilities, yep. I turned them all into Caesar. So. <laughs> so it's for me, you know, knowing you and watching your growth, you have an inherent gift that you want to help other people based on your journey. And then taking that and committing it to a published vehicle, only 1% of the population actually does that. And in order to do that, you had to have confidence. And with confidence that in, let's talk about our motivational music today. Boom. It's time for me to take it. Bottom line, you know, in the first line, she talks about faking it. 
and I don't, I'm not a fake it till you make it kind of person, but I do think there's something to that, right? Sometimes we have to portray something to feel it, right? And so if you, if you portray that you are confident, and by the way, not the other C word, cocky, okay? Because there's yeah. a difference between confident Very and good. cocky, okay? But if you portray some level of confidence after a while, and that's kind of how it happened for me, you begin to really feel confident. And the other thing she says is, what's wrong with feeling confident? I think as women sometimes, I don't know, maybe we think that that comes off cocky, but it's okay to be confident. So it's interesting. So I've obviously been part of your journey, which I'm grateful for. Um, and you've gone from a place where you were a woman CEO to now you're a CEO which I love. I mean, you, the woman distinction sort of as a satellite falls away and, you know, you go to the next level because you are being, you know, gauged on the same kind of thing. So this C word um, is a great way, I think, for people to have a roadmap similar to my rules. It's a roadmap to look at and say, check, am I showing up this way? Am I doing this? And so I can't wait. We'll be revealing stuff you know, over the next couple of months. But as the CEO of JA and as a new member of the executive board, we are putting together boys night. <laughs> so uh, we have an unbelievable night and uh, introduced a video, which is uh, the, the night that we are taking to another level. Jake. We are right here at the one and only Seminole Hard Rock Hotel. I'm Steve Noodleberg with On The Ball Ventures. I'm Chaz with Dex Imaging. David Greenberg, Greenberg Capital. And I am proud to co-chair a really, really cool event called the Ultimate Guys Night Out. That's right, guys. We're getting out. We're doing something for junior achievement. We're making a difference. We're hosting a night where there'll be lounges, there'll be true vodka, there'll be cigars, and we'll have the one and only Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos here mixing, mingling, while we honor Tony Coley, the one and only from Truist. So it's a one and only night, correct? It's going to be a tremendous night, and it's definitely something you don't want to miss. This is the night you want to be here, Thursday, October 28th, for the Ultimate Guys Night Out. Now, we've sold most of the tickets and the sponsors, but there's room for more. We have two lounges left and 50 tickets, so listen, they're going fast. It's going to be absolutely an epic event. So call us up. Let's get those things sold. We're all yours. If you want to get out, have some fun, right, and be with some serious people in this town, this will be the place to be. Join us. Uh, what? I can't wait. Um, and I get to be there with all of the men. So just to make it clear to everybody, you can come as a woman. Yeah. It's a guy's night out, um, but women are welcome. We're proud to do it. We are crushing it. Shout out to Seth Ellis, who bought a lounge last night. So there's only one more lounge left. And the tickets just went on sale, individual tickets. Um, the price is right for an unbelievable night to be around great people and do a great, you know, help a great cause. In closing, Lori, tell me what JA does and why people should come. Listen, every single person is dealing with workforce issues, right? It, it's only going to get worse. And 
most of us are going to move on, right? Those of us in this generation, the next generation is going to start to move up. You, we cannot find workers today. Our pipeline needs to get filled with kids who are ready, young people who are ready to work, ready to start businesses and create jobs, and who know how to handle their money because that's so much a part of it, right? It's You earn money, you got to figure out how to manage it and build wealth so that you can retire, right? Like we're all planning to do someday. So this is really about creating the next consumer, employee, and employer. And we're all invested in this. We must be. This is about... Uh, economic development. So get involved. Let's get our next generation ready to go to work. If you want more information, just reach out to me. I'll be happy to grab a coffee with you, tell you why I've been involved for, God, I can't even remember how many years. Now I'm getting super involved. And just so that we keep this idea of we do business with people who do business with us, we give, we help, Kathleen Cannon's here. You saw Andrew Koenig. These are the leaders of our community, right? Uh, Jeff Bishop gave on behalf of Ryder. Eddie Dykes will be there with the table. Dex Imaging with Chaz. You know, this is going to be really, really cool. And when I say table, we flip the script on this. It'll be actual lounges, pits, um, very close so that Michael Imperioli can walk the red carpet and mix and mingle with us. Tony Coley is a blast. Used to play for Miami. Well, I'm at the game out, Sunday. <laughs> if you've never been out with him, right? This is if, if there was a reason just to buy a ticket, it's to hang out with Tony Coley. He is the coolest, one of the coolest bankers I know. But I'm going to guilt Jerry Latrento into buying a ticket. <laughs> well, and you know, Steve, I, I can't walk away from this morning show. You know, from just it's, it's just putting a shout out there. There are so many amazing women leaders in our community and you know Kathleen Cannon as you said Jennifer Starkey and who are in the huddle Andrea uh, Sakonikis I mean I could go on and on and on those are just a couple that I know are in here you know and I think what's so amazing about like this group we all help each other women sometimes cannot always do that <laughs> I, I think I no, I mean let's be real sometimes we don't always work together to help each other but Today, most of us that have that confidence, right, we want to help each other be better. And so I'm thankful for all of the women leaders in my life and all the men, because I learned so much from them as well. So thanks for having me this morning. What a great, great show. The feedback, man, we held the audience the entire time. We're five minutes over. But remember this, guys, behind every great man is a better woman. Now let's get down to business. You got it. Please don't worry about me I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million